Hello, and welcome back to the second episode of the Coast to Coast podcast. Josh, how are we feeling? I'm feeling good today. I'm feeling feeling good. Feeling good, ready to that, get that's, the Western Conference predictions underway. That's all we need. So, in case you just joined in or missed out on last week's episode, we looked at the Eastern Conference predictions and just kind of a quick run through of every team and where we thought they would stack up at the end of the year. So now we're uh, moving on to the Western Conference. So I guess without further ado, Josh, who have you put at 15? 15. I didn't have this team at 15 until I got an ESPN notification today saying that their point guard was about to be traded. So I've got Houston Rockets as my 15th seed. Okay, so you've got... Okay, I've got um, I've got records of fourteen. So just, what's your what's your overall opinion on them? This like, what's how you feeling? My overall opinion on this team, I've got some. They've got some good talent. There's people that I know that can be good. I just see that they're a bit young. They've brought in a lot more young players. They drafted really well. I think this season should be a season to sort of mesh together and then maybe next season see if they can bring in, like, another veteran piece and help develop those young stars and maybe get them into a, into playoff contention or even the play-in tournament next season would help the young players a lot. Yeah, I think after Houston, and I, I think it's fair to say, kind of botched the James Harden trade. Like, yep, no. they made those extra steps to get um, Victor Oladipo instead of Karis LeVert, and I think... And then they traded, what, Oladipo for Avery Bradley and Kelly Olynyk. Yeah, like, I don't... Mm-hmm. They, they botched it. Just straight up did not get it right at all. Um, they've still got those pick swaps, but it's... What are you going to do with a bunch of... What are those 30s going to be, you know? I think I am happy with how they drafted. I think they probably had the best draft with um, guys like... Well, Jalen Green at second. Showed out in the Summer League. Shengun, Upper and Shengun showed out in the Summer League. was really good. Absolutely. Um, couldn't name any of the other picks from... I, But I, I do remember just watching them in the Summer League, and they were... They'd... A lot of potential with these guys. Um, Absolutely. I think Jalen Green's going to be an elite, elite scorer in the league. And I could see him just coming in and just dropping 20 points per game, you know, like just having a super high scoring uh, rookie season and just blowing everyone out the water. Um, I 100%. think... Christian Wood is going to come back from injury, so he, before that, he was looking like the MIP favorite. Mm-hmm. I just think they've got an underrated core there. Like, I don't think it's enough to really propel them far, but yeah. I think they've made moves that fans should be happy to see. Yeah, absolutely. And um, what's his name? Uh, Kenyon Ma- Ke- uh, yeah, Kevin Kenyon Porter Martin. Jr. 
Oh, and yeah, and Kevin KBJ Porter as Jr. well. Yeah. Yeah. After um, that, for a second round pick, his performance, um, the first couple of weeks after landing in Houston were amazing. So I think yeah. if they Jay can Sean get that Tate as well. Yeah, yeah Jason Tate had a great rookie season. Yeah. Guys that are great at just doing what they need to do. Absolutely. Um, your 15th seed. Well, I assume my 15th seed is your 14th seed, and that's the OKC Thunder? No. No? Oh, okay. Well, mm. at 15, I have the Thunder. I mean... Right. Okay. I think they just... They are, on paper, the worst roster in the league right now, and it's not close at all. They have okay. Shea, who I think, you know, could even from the 15th seed make an all-star team. He's definitely going to progress even further. I mean, they've... I'm just not happy with their pieces. Like, Josh Giddy's definitely an interesting pick. Um, see what happens. Poku, if he progresses any further. Um, they've gotten a lot of guys that are just... I think they've, they've gotten a lot of guys that are just, like, underrated role players. But that's not a team, you know? They've got Shane. He's the clear-cut star, but it's like... Outside of that, when your entire... I mean, the future of the franchise right now is banking on how well they can tank, what lottery pick they get, and whether or not they draft well, right? And so I think it's almost as if... This is a team that is more important than actually playing, almost. Yeah. I can definitely agree with that. There's some. I just, I'm, I just, I'm not. I'm just not at all. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's still some... stuff to be excited about as a Thunder fan, but there's just, just got nothing for this season. There's just nothing there. Yeah, really. What the thing that confuses me? Um, I'm not sure why they traded Moses Brown. In my eyes, Moses Brown was like a key piece. I think he could have been really good, but they've got like. Their big men are Mike Muscala and Derek Favors, and that's it. That's the only centers on their roster. Exactly. It's just yeah. things like that. Just They're yeah. just hoarding picks, but picks mean nothing if you can't do anything with them. Absolutely. And it's just, it's just... Will this experiment be... Like, will the Sam Presti experiment be seen as the same as uh, the process in Philly, where it's just like, sure, you're like a solid team now, but you botched so many picks, and you've wasted all these, like, a lot of these guys, like, young potentials, and so it's like, you've turned around the franchise, sure, but it's like, was there a better way of doing it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, I mean... One thing that was good was um, Chris Paul trade to get their young guys like Shea and Lou Dort some early playoff experience. But I don't know how that's... Because I'd say at least a three-year playoff drought is going for the OKC Thunder. Oh, most definitely. Unless they can really use those package those picks to, I guess, move up in the draft or... Yeah, or... Find or a way even, to get... I'm trying to think... I don't think there's any players that match the Shea Gildas Alexander timeline. Timeline right now. Can bring them to that other level that teams will be willing to trade. Exactly. It's 
I don't think, yeah, no one's, you know, going to be able to get anything from her. Um, who do you have for 14? 14. Oh, never mind. My 14 seed was the Thunder. It was the Thunder? Okay. It was the Thunder. Okay. 13. 13th seed. Okay. Got the Spurs. Okay. And I want, as a Spurs fan, I want you to tell me, tell me, where do you have the Spurs at? I have them at 12. Okay. So I'm, okay. I'm, I'm still not far off. I am, I'm actually pretty happy with the, with the front office's decisions. I think getting, we got Doug McDermott, we got, um, the DeMarderos and sign and trade, I think was extremely, like we could have let him walk. And I think. Al Farouk Amina will probably get waived, but I'm I'm Thad Young in a Spurs jersey is something that makes me super happy. I think he's just one of those guys that I mean he won the NBA Hustle Award, you know? Yeah. So yeah, we he's... have, I think, an underrated defensive lineup. Like there were points in the year when Jakob Podel was top five in defensive player of the year defensive is, player of the year race. Right? DeJounte Murray. Absolutely. Dude's an, a great on ball defender. Um, can just pick your pocket at any time. Thad Young's a bloody amazing defender. Derek White's a pretty good, um, I think de- definitely above average on ball and really great team defender. Um, if we run Keldon Johnson at the three, then he's going to be there and he can definitely, um, he, you can't move him, you know, he cannot be yeah. pushed around. So he's, he's like, Absolutely. I think I'm super happy with how we look in defensively. Um, I think it'll probably be Pop's last season, but I'm, okay. I'm, I got bright. I am, I'm optimistic, honestly. Uh, yeah. I think with Dejounte Murray and Keldon Johnson, and even if Derek White can play better, um, yeah. these mean, guys are going to look good. And even these older guys, I think, will get a chance to play, to play well, and hopefully that can um, turn into us getting some value out of them yeah hopefully even um like mostly like your good um mostly your good pieces like Dejounte murray he's 20 he's 24 um derek white's 27 and um calden johnson's only like 23 so you've still got a good young core as well as those um veterans holding it down on defense and everything so yeah i mean we we also just drafted the youngest player in the league right now mm. in Josh Primo, Primo, you know. So I think he's what six five. He's six six. Six six at shooting guard. Mm-hmm. Dude's eighteen. Yeah, he could yeah. get even taller. Like there is no way that he doesn't grow at least like the tiniest bit. Mm. And, and I mean, it was definitely it was an interesting pick at the time for sure. Like I still I'm I was a bit confused and but you know. Yeah, they clearly yeah. we could have traded down and we could have gotten more value, but hey, that was our guy, and if we wanted him, then go get him. You know, if there was that yeah. sold on Josh Primo, Primo, sorry, um, that I'm not mad at all. Oh uh, yeah, um, I I think I think he can be a good pick. I definitely think he can, especially with how great your front office has been at um the Spurs front office has been at developing players, getting those late. Well, yeah. no, he's not really late, guys. Not but yeah, late even it. but turning our draft picks into yeah, especially eighteen. Like he's still got 
that means it's like eight years until he starts hitting his prime. Exactly. So, That's plenty mm. of time. All right. At 13, you had the Spurs. I have the Kings. Okay. I'm okay. just... That's respectable. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's Sacramento, you know. Like, what else? What else can I say? <laughs> haven't yep. haven't reached the playoffs since two thousand and four, and mm. they're nowhere close to doing it. It's just they're just yeah. De'Aaron it's... Fox is currently wasting away, and I don't think it's gonna work out for them. Yeah, your question for me the. I just question the front office's decision. I find myself doing that every offseason with them. Like, why have they brought... They drafted Tyrese Halliburton when they had Buddy Healed. Well, Tyrese Halliburton was a great pick. Like, I, was you can't pick. bash them. I'm not bashing um, them for that pick. Davion Mitchell is a confusing pick. Both yeah, considering the position exactly. and just the yeah. overall... And he's one of the oldest players in the draft. And so mm. it's like... Sacramento, you don't need a solid defensive guy like we could be wrong we could be looking back at this and then Davion Mitchell's like all rookie first team like could literally be considered like an all defensive second team type player in his rookie season and just clamp everyone up because we saw a bit of that in this summer league just could not be moved and was just completely get up in guys faces um but yeah things like I mean, they got, what, Trey Lyles. They got rid of... Mm. Um, they didn't pull the trigger on the Buddy Heel trade. They took way too long. They yeah. could have had Kuzma, KCP. Well, actually, were- I don't know entirely who they would have traded, but they could have had better pieces than they were now. Yeah, absolutely. Right? I'm st- Marvin Bagley. I don't know what they're doing with Marvin Bagley. Marvin Bagley. I mean, there's yeah. every... Every week, it feels like there's a whole thing with Marvin Bagley's dad wanting him out of Sacramento and him wanting out of Sacramento, and, they just, and then nothing happens. I mean, and his, it's just his, yeah, he's locked up on his. Oh wait, no, never mind. But um, yeah, I can see they extended De'Aaron Fox for five for five. He's got four more seasons left on his contract. Yeah, I feel like if they can't. I do like Rashawn Holmes. I think he's a sure. he's a he's a solid big man. Yeah, I think I'm for, especially for what they gave him. I think he could have easily, you know, looked at going somewhere else and tried to get a bit more money. But no, he stuck. Yeah, he stuck with it and decided that this is where he wanted to be. And you can't really no, can't blame him for that. No. no, absolutely, I respect that for sure. No, um, yeah, just I guess they can just hope Tyrese continues to develop. De'Aaron Fox continues to ball out, and then somehow maybe if De'Aaron Fox plays good, that might influence the other sort of um, players on there that they don't really have. Yeah, guaranteed spot on the team, and it could improve their draft stock. Maybe I mean, one hundred percent trade value. Yeah. All right. Um, who you got next? I've got at twelve. I've got the Kings. The Kings, cool. At eleven, Timberwolves. Timberwolves. Sweet. I am. I think. Yeah, I'm happy with. I think it's obviously they didn't get their own pick, so they missed out on that seventh pick, which could have been 
Which could they could have had Kaminga. Yeah. Like that would but have, then also it's like great, but... if they didn't have D'Angelo Russell, who would have known if they would have been better or worse, and then so you got the first pick last season through you know, after you've trade made the trade, so you don't obviously wanna But I think Ant Man, um Towns, D are just all yeah. good players, like good young players, and I think they definitely gonna be they should be fighting for that player spot like just you know yeah, absolutely I think so. um i think you know it gives yeah. timbles have even when they had cat right it was like still i feel like this they were still like eh, what's happening and then they got butler and then they were like that and then you know they made it to the playoffs for the first time in it but now i think it's truly they've got that They've set themselves up for that. They've got a future, and they're ready for growth. And I think those guys will take the leap. And um, you know, I could see like Anthony Edwards could, you know, average twenty-five points a game even alongside Cat. Like they, yeah, definitely should be um, happy with what they've done, and even excited for a. Uh, What's to come? Oh, yeah, 100% plus. Um, no, yeah, just those guys, I agree. They should 100% develop. They're going to have, they're going to be more healthy this season. Hopefully nothing worse happens to Al Anthony Towns and he can get his health back on track and maybe, you know, I can I can see these guys, like that core of um, D'Lo and Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns having like, 10 game stretch in the season where they average like um 70 combined points and go like yeah. 7 and 3 or something during the season so you never know there's a lot that they can get out of these guys and I think Ricky Rubio would be a solid mentor to um to whoever needs it they traded him are you serious yeah they traded him at the start of the offseason to Cleveland oh right oh right 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 yeah, no. Um, th- there's been a few moves like that where you go, yeah, I can't wait for uh, such and such, and then you go, they've like... traded. <laughs> this guy's been passed around like a like a footy. Um, number nine. No, no sorry, number ten. I number... have New Orleans. Me too. Yep. yep. Um. So this is the part where it's like, I feel like they. You know, if they made the eight seed, it would be like, that's yeah, like they they they're on that level. Um, but I don't know how to explain it. It's just they're just they have good guys, but it's they got worse mm. significantly. But then it's like, is that offset by Zion's jump in his third year? If Ingram can continue to get a bit better, um, now that he's not the main focus anymore. Um, Devontae Graham was a weird signing, to say the least. Yeah, that was... Yeah, I was confused by that. The loss of Lonzo is going to hurt them. 100% Um, but... I mean, what's... Stephen Adams' trade? Yeah, I mean... They did bring in Valanchunas. They did bring in Valanchunas for, I guess, some better spacing for Zion. Yeah. But Val- yeah, it's like, is that going to mean much? I mean, I'm I'm a fan of Valanchunas, right? I think Valanchunas is probably a top top 10 center in the league, really. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. They've like, you know, they have two guys at the top 10 of their position, but it's. They're not. They're not a very deep team. I mean, apart from. Mm. I don't know. Josh Hart and Nikhil Alexander Walker, who both may start. I don't really. I'm not a big. Yeah. Um, follower of the Pels. I mean, I just think they're very. They don't have much to offer you outside of the main guys, and yeah. um, that's probably one of the reasons why I put them at ten compared to, I think, our both number nines. Do you have Grizzlies at nine? No, I've got Portland at nine. Okay, well, we'll get to that then. But yeah. Yeah, well, I yeah, I have the, I have Grizzlies over them, and then something because right now I think Memphis, one of the deep, one of the most underrated, but the deepest team in the league, right? Yeah, there are guys that are just so people don't understand the how good they are. I mean, obviously you've you've got Jar and Jaron Jackson Jr. and I am the biggest Jaron Jackson Jr. fan. Um, I mean his dad won a championship with us in San Antonio and uh, he was saying how um, literally while he was still developing and still to this day he sits down and he makes um, Jaron Jackson Jr. watch Tim Duncan right and he to model his game after him and he's been pitching him it's just he's just Tim Duncan with a jump shot and obviously no one is ever going to reach that level right Absolutely, but yeah. I mean, he's just so promising, and I think he's very underrated. Um, yeah, I'm a big Jar could have an all star year. Yeah, I'm a big fan of those two young pieces. But like, looking at you're completely right about that depth. I can see Jarrett Culver, Stephen Adams, Brandon Clark, Tyus Jones, Dylan Brooks, Kyle Anderson, along with those two. Xavier Tillman, I mean, D'Anthony Melton is like, I think I saw a a stat and he's got like, I think he's like top 10 in like a bunch of advanced stats that no one would expect. Like he's like top 10 in Raptor. And then the okay. red, and then like the other guys in the top 10 are like your superstars, like your Jokic's and your, and your, uh, Luka Doncic's and stuff like that. And then it's just D'Anthony Melton, you know? Like, he's just... Dude provides so much to a team. Um, I mean, Grizzlies probably are the quintessential rebuild. Like, they went from having the second pick to now, like, being in playoff contention. And it doesn't feel like they did that much. And the truth is, they just drafted well. And they draw. They like. They're probably one of the best drafting teams. Like, you know, in the past three years, they just did. They've done every single thing right, and they've reaped the rewards. And I think that's you know, there's an art, and they've clearly mastered the art of scouting over there in Memphis. Because, I mean, it's just, it's a bit of an art, and it's a bit of just luck. And they've, I think, they've definitely. Locked out a bit in order to get them that position, and yeah, yeah, one hundred percent greatly. Like, the development of these guys is crazy. Like just exactly as well, mm, just mm. going up every single year. And 
constant progression, and I can I can seriously see them like I can see them in the playoffs again next year. Their run was obviously cut short against uh, Utah in round one, but yeah, but yeah, they can. Yeah, I can see them just. I don't know, just being like a solid, consistent um, playoff team a couple years down the line, maybe. You know, hundred percent. At um, so at nine you have the Blazers. At nine, I do have the Blazers. Yeah. That's a. Um, uh, yeah, the full in a long way. <laughs> For sure, they definitely have. But um, let me look at that. Yeah, but roster, yeah, obviously, obviously, I can't blame you. Got, yeah, obviously they've got Damian Lillard. I guess Yusuf Nurkic. You wonder um, what what's going to happen with CJ McCollum? That's the biggest question mark on their roster. Larry Nance. Yeah, like, and then it's I just mean, it's just eh. yeah, like they've just they've made moves that are not. I think that's like you know the general consensus is. You've made moves that would be considered okay if you were that upper echelon team, you know? Like, if Brooklyn found a way to trade for Larry Nance or, mm-hmm. you know, they signed um, Cody Zeller or something, you'd be like, wow, that's actually, like, a good pickup. Absolutely, but when you're yeah. floating around that lower playoff team to missing the playoffs entirely, you know, to play in, um, it's just not enough. It's just really not enough. And obviously, you can go, just sign more guys and trade better players, but it's... That's not possible, but it's... The moves are most certainly underwhelming when there were still guys out there. Yeah. You know? It just... They needed to make that big trade and they needed to pull the trigger and, you know, Dame's, like, almost loyal to a fault. Mm, Because... This, you know, this is really going to, this isn't one of those teams. Like, there are teams that I go, yeah, they could surprise me and be really well. I don't think Portland is going to shock anyone. Yeah, those are my thoughts exactly. They're just going to be there. And Mm -hmm. they're going to win against good, they're going to win against bad teams. You know, they Mm -hmm. may have a carry performance or two against, like, some higher teams. But they're just going to consistently beat the bad teams, yeah. lose to the good teams. And that's just what's Absolutely. going to happen. And in it's there. and they're going to be in that, you know, 40, barely 40 win category. And it's just there. And it's always, 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 I see them the last few seasons getting overhyped. Damien Lillard would have a good five to 10 game stretch. But you look at the teams that they verse and it's like teams that haven't been in playoff contention since 2015. Yeah. It's like, um. Yeah, I could see Dame getting traded by the deadline. Like, it wouldn't surprise me. And, yep. I mean, obviously it's a tough pill to swallow, like, in Portland, going, this guy, I don't think a player means more to a city than Damian Lillard does to Portland right now. No, yeah, at the moment, yeah, like, 100%. You take out that guy and the entire team, the your entire history changes almost like Damian Lillard is Portland. Like no one guy like did that much for a team and meant that much and just dragged him through the mud like he did. 
Yeah, and I mean, yeah, you know, and I feel like even if like he'd be heart, he'd be heartbroken too. I feel like that's just kind of just. I don't even know. Like, he's too talented to ruin it. Yeah, it is a um, it is a very tough pill to swallow, and it's difficult to even imagine a a Damian Lillard on a different team, but. I, you couldn't. You can't even imagine it. You know. Yeah. Um. Okay. At number nine, you had the Blazers. Who do you got at eight? Grizzlies. Grizzlies and Trailblazers. Okay. Number seven. Dallas. Dallas. I also have Dallas at seven. Um. Okay. Luca exists. If if they are a top five or four seed. He will be top five in MVP voting. Actually, That's no insane. matter no matter what seed, I think Luca will still be top five in MVP voting this year, bar an yeah. injury. That's just how. That's just how it's going to go, dudes. Yeah. You know, providing everything for this team, and that's the problem because, I mean, looking back, the Porzingis trade wasn't actually that bad. Like people clown on Chris Stapps and sure. That's yeah. fine, but it's. I mean, it was. It's a solid acquisition. Like it was a solid acquisition, and it didn't really matter. But he's definitely. He's shown that he cannot be a second option. Like, yeah. Definitely. And the problem is, would he even be able to be a third option? Because I feel like he's just one of those guys that's unable to accept the role. Yeah. No, yeah, I can definitely agree. I mean, like, I was waiting all off season to wake up and see Christos Porzingis has been traded, and, and it just I, hasn't happened. It just hasn't happened. I mean, I, he can definitely be one of those like borderline all star to all star players that gets traded the deadline for like, uh, you know, someone else. Like, you know, like we saw Vucevic get traded, you know, near that deadline. But it's like. That's almost a different scenario, considering we were watching a team that was trying to rebuild. So they got away of their aging guy that's still valuable. Kristaps is valuable, but to who? Yeah, that's that's the biggest question. Yeah, like I... where would he go? Like to a smaller market, you know, younger team, maybe like to a um, I don't know, like a. Could we even see like a? <laughs> I'm just throwing out ideas, you know, like a Chris Stapps to the Kings trade or something like yeah. that, or still like a lower echelon team for just more pieces that the Mavs can use. Um, I mean, yeah, just realistic. Luca will drag them. Chuck Luca one v five, and I think he'll still drag a team to a playoff spot right now. He's just at that level. Yeah, but um, yeah, I one, I one hundred percent agree. I mean, like. He's he's still only twenty three, like it's just, yeah. He's, he's probably got one of the most. He's probably got the highest ceiling of any player right now, barring no, like yeah. guys that have already made it to the upper echelon, like LeBron. But yeah, right. But mm. who I you mean, got it? Who you got it? Seven. I got at seven. Uh, it's, sorry, at, at six. six. Okay, my one through six was really difficult six with one or anything like I can't find a proper six for me is Utah 
you think they're going to fall off that much? Yeah, see, that's that's the thing. Like, I can still see them being a 50-win team. You know what I'm I, saying? I yeah. Just, I'm not... I don't think... I think it's like they're gonna be they're gonna fall off. I can see them going straight back to straight to the um Western Conference Finals. You know, I can it's just Yeah. It's it's a tough conference. And at the moment this is just yeah. I did like the um Rudy Gay acquisition. I think Rudy Gay, Hassan Whiteside, if they, they still want that room protection clearly. Um yeah, I mean, you're not Wrong, I can't really. I think anything through one through six this year is kind of. I, I think two through six in the in the west and two through eight in the east are almost like debatable for everything, you know. Like yeah, aside well, from obviously your two big teams that we'll get to, um, mm-hmm. well we spoke about the Nets in the last and. So the clear number one in the West. I think who their conference, if they make it to the conference finals, who their matchup could be any team. Yeah, is yeah. what I'm trying to get at. Like, it, yeah, I think there is some sort of like. There's no clear cut second best team. I think right now, uh, and I, it could yeah. be anyone. Um, at seven, I've got the Clippers. Um, okay. With Kawhi out for potentially the entire season, um, I just don't think they're going to be able to do much at all. Um, Totally forgot about that. I think Reggie Jackson's coming back, uh, the Eric Bledsoe trade. Right, Um, yeah. Serge will be back because he was injured. I think they've got, um, they've got options. Yeah, um, they do. Have, Paul George I mean, obviously will. I think will have. Paul George could have an MVP caliber season. This I reckon. Like he did just a few seasons ago in um, in OKC. OKC, but I think even like almost even better, because yeah. it is now his job to just make sure this team is good enough that hopefully Kawhi can come back at the end of the year or even during the playoffs. Yeah, I mean... And we saw what he did without Kawhi. Dude was... Aside from those two missed free throws, dude was playing out of his mind. Like, he's always under the microscope now as a player after his bubble, um, after the, the way the Clippers, you know, got reverse swept in the bubble. But I still think that, yeah, he's... Uh, if he's going into the season ready to take on that role and he does it semi-successfully, I think they, you know, it's going to be just an amazing season for him. Yeah. No, yeah, I think, like you said, even if Kawhi just comes around playoff time, we know Kawhi can just turn it on like that and just be straight back to exactly. usual Kawhi. But, yeah, I think, I think this season with Kawhi out, this is the season where Paul George is going to, Get his confidence back 100%, and we'll see him. I can seriously see him averaging 30 points per game before the All Star break or something like that. Just, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for this team. I want this team 
to surprise me and finish as a top three seed without Kawhi Leonard because I think they're capable of it. Without a doubt. Number six, who do you have? Uh, we're up to number five now. We're up to number five. Okay, so at six, I had the Mavs. At seven, I had the Clippers. I messed up my rankings. Oh, okay. That is okay. Right. At number five, no. who do you have? At number five, I've got the Clippers, so we just went over them. Okay, cool. I have Who's the yours? Warriors at five. Okay. Um, great team. Obviously, Steph Curry um, is pretty good at this whole basketball thing. But it's just those question marks, like, what is happening with the young guys? Yeah, you know? that's... James yeah. Wiseman, as well as... um. Moses, Moses Moody, um, Jonathan Kaminga, will mm. they be valuable to a team that's trying to win? Like both Kaminga and um, Wiseman are clearly guys that need time to grow and are definitely prospects. And so when when you thrust them into a team where it's like, hey. I know you need time to develop, but we are currently fighting for we're currently fighting to win a championship, really. Like they're trying to contend. Um then that's just impossible. So it's like will they trade them for more developed guys in order to bolster the roster? Yeah. Or will they just is- try and let you know, will they try and let them develop and just get better. I mean, I'm pretty sure they still haven't signed them. Oh, really? I don't think the Warriors have officially signed Kaminga and Moody, specifically okay. because once you are... Uh, there's a 60-day trade um, exemption. So yeah, once, right, right, once right. you sign a contract, you can't be traded for 60 days. And so I think that's what they're trying to wait for, to still see if they do... Um, Trade, okay, and do a signing trade sort of thing, maybe. Yeah. Um, who do you have at five? Five seed. You're the. I had the Clippers. Clippers? And my okay. four seed. My four Is seed was seed? Golden, Golden State. Okay. My four seed was Nuggets. Um, yep. Okay. I mean, they just signed Aaron Gordon to that four-year, ninety-seven mil just today. Yeah. That was. Um, it's insane, but it's also that. We saw it with Rudy Gobert, right? Where it's, what were the other options? Like, truthfully, (laughs) if you're a small market team and you have a promising young player that is good, Mm -hmm. you're almost forced to overpay. Yeah. Just because of the fact that, you know, Denver isn't that hot market free agent destination that everyone's clawing to go to. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Gordon, you saw him, just those first games with Jokic, and this is like a whole new Aaron Gordon, a whole new Aaron Gordon, and I think, you know, this is obviously an overpay, but it's great to have him locked up um, on contract for the next four years, because he, after losing Jeremy Grant, they needed a piece like Aaron Gordon, and I think that... Yeah, that's great, and they can stay yeah. in that top, even even a two seed contention. I think, yeah, I mean, you cannot have right, like 
Jamal Murray, Aaron Gordon, um, you're obviously the the reigning league MVP, Jokic, Jamal Murray. That team is like will be a contender for now, and they're still pretty young, so for a lot longer as well. Yeah, like, absolutely. I think they have an underrated like in terms of the youth movement there. Because forget, like these guys aren't. We're not talking about like you know, twenty nine to thirty year olds. Like they're still around that. I mean, how old's Michael yeah. Porter Jr.? Like what, twenty one? He like, he just got jumped. This is effectively his sophomore season. I meant his third year. Yeah. So. Um. So that's why at four. Yeah. Okay. Um. At three, did you have Utah? Yeah, three I had Utah. Yeah, at three I had Denver. So we've both okay. got the same. Not the exact same. So at two, you have the Phoenix Suns. Absolutely, yeah. Um, The Chris Paul deal was a lot of money for a lot of years for a lot of age in him. That's <laughs> um, exactly. But yeah, it's once again like, it's you can't have a guy that just brought you to the east to the finals to the NBA finals mm. and then not attempt to give him that money. I think Chris Paul, right, is probably has he doesn't even have to touch the basketball like with and then he can still truly affect a team and the way that they think and the way that they play. You know, like, dude is one of the best, probably one of the best players to have in a locker room in the NBA right now is Christopher Emmanuel Paul. Yeah, um, I mean, absolutely. You saw what he did to the Thunder, too. Now they've got... Yeah, I mean, yeah. the Thunder, he somehow had the, the Thunder with Russell Westbrook. Sorry, not Russell Westbrook. With Paul George. Yeah. And... Company. I'm blanking. (laughs) He somehow brought them to a better record with him and Shea Gilgis Alexander and a bunch of eh, guys. Like he somehow brought them by like five or six games, I think it was. And then he obviously he brought Phoenix up a lot further. Um so I think he's just gonna have he's gonna be able to just elevate so many players and you want that guy no matter how much it costs um yeah they should be yeah they should definitely still be fighting for that final spot um their guys can only get better deandre ayton should hopefully improve on that insane playoff run he had because he was outstanding that's that's what definitely making himself look like the number one overall pick just a few years back. Because, yeah, I mean, Aiden. we're going to look back, right? And we're going to see, you know, guys like um, Luka Doncic and Trey Young. And now, you can't compare... And then you'll see DeAndre Aiden selected, DeAndre Aiden selected first. <clears throat> and it's going to be one of those things where, like, right now, you just want, them, you just want it to be Lego. Well, yeah, he's not, he's not going to be Luka and he's not going to be Trey. But that's still a solid pickup, you know, for a guy that you go, oh, well, he made, like, such and such all-star teams. Sure. 
Yeah, that's fair enough. So, yeah. um, yes, I liked their um, acquisitions in um, JaVale McGee and Landry Shamit is a really underrated player. Um, I, love, I love Landry Shamit. Mikhail Bridges yeah. was fantastic. I feel like a lot of people underrate him, so hopefully yeah. he can you know, make a massive impact on this team this year. I mean, after watching Mikhail in the playoffs, as a Lakers fan, I was so jealous of what the Destroyed. Phoenix Suns have in Mikhail. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously, I think we have the same number one, and that is the Los Angeles Lakers. Los Angeles Lakers. By a large margin, I think they will be the first seed. Yeah, I, I can, I mean... I mean, Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, that's plus guys like Malik Monk, Dwight Howard, Talon Horton Tucker should improve. Rondo. Uh, Rondo, Carmelo Anthony... <laughs> Kendrick Nunn, like Kendrick Nunn, DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> They're just crazy. farming all-star appearances, aren't they? Yeah, literally. I'm sure that's what um, that's what the goal of the Lakers was this season. But it's crazy just looking at this team. You've it's obviously got that nuts. big three. You've got that big three, and then seven other guys that can give you. 15, it's the 20, the 2015 all-star team. Yeah, can you imagine showing this roster to somebody seven years ago? Yeah, it's like even Trevor Ariza. Like that's a solid. Yeah, Trevor Ariza. <laughs> like they've made their team is super. They've got a, such a deep bench as well. Um, I mean, what even are, the question marks are just age, and it's that thing where it's like when you put a team like this together. The window is very small. Yeah. You win this season, or you win next season, but after that, you are done. This just isn't happening. Because age will catch up on these guys, like, you know, that. Like, it's just, all of a sudden, you think you think you're good, and then it's done. Well, I mean, I can just see this. The two top teams that we have... They'd just be so entertaining to watch, especially going against each other. I'm just mm. praying for after last season. And we're going to have bigger crowds this season as well. Bigger crowds, just to... Oh. God, that's... Mm. Hopefully we get it's, a... Uh... Like, I loved having a... Um... a uh, The uh, Bucks-Suns final from, like... Me too. A basketball analysis perspective. And, like, a fan of basketball, right? But I think yep. if you're looking from the perspective of a fan of the NBA, there is nothing better than a Nets Lakers final. Exactly. And just it's just star power and everything. Like it's just going to be one of those things where it's I don't even know how to describe it. If if it if it occurs, it's just it's probably going to be the biggest finals matchup of all time. You know, like. The same size as the Boston Lakers finals in the 80s. Yeah. I'm... Like, I don't think we've had a matchup this anticipated and this big of two large market teams 
in ages. Yeah, I'm thinking back. There's not. There's not a. Yeah, there's not even that. Yeah, but just. It's just unfortunate that we've got this such a short window. We just have to enjoy it um, as much mm. as we can. Obviously, I'm going to watch all the Lakers games, but yeah, you know, it's just I'm very excited for this season. This I season. cannot wait. And hopefully, after all of obviously everything that happened last year, we're back on track. We don't have as many injuries, a lot less COVID, hopefully, and we should be. Should be one of the best seasons in a long in time. A long time. Yeah. Like this uh, 75th anniversary, a fantastic one. Yep. All right. All right. Well, uh, thank you for, thank you for watching. Um, and, um, so those are our thoughts. Hopefully, we can uh, come back again next week, talk some more basketball, um, new 